Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation. Second halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. If you are in the second half of life, you know the body, shall we say, ain't what it used to be. Have you noticed some of these things? Our metabolism changes resulting in challenges with weight control. Our strength and stamina diminish. We wonder where it went. We don't have the balance we used to have. We have some challenges, even uh, you know, standing up, putting on our socks, or step, stepping off a step or a curb. Our sleep patterns change as we age, and we would love to have more energy. We begin to feel different about our physical well-being. All of these things are true, and there could be more to that list also. But some people say that's just the way it is when you get older. we got to put up with it, accept it. This is the new normal. But others say it doesn't have to be this way. They say don't give up, don't give in. There are some things we can do to slow the decline. And they say we don't need to be Jack LaLanne, but we do want to maintain strength and balance. What do you think? And how are you doing physically Our guest today will give us some perspective and some suggestions. The title of today's show is Simple Tips for Fitness in the Second Half of Life. You're going to want to stay tuned. We're going to get some answers. You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show and podcast uniquely designed for the 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life. So, welcome to the discussion. I invite you to pull up a chair. Join us at the table. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission for this show, every time we do a show, and our whole organization, the mission is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. In studio today is Bryce Jackson. I'm going to say a little bit about, he has a a list, uh, you know, as long as your arm, about credentials, but I'll narrow it down to these things. He has a bachelor's degree in health education with five minors in science. He has medical training, including things that maybe you can't even spell, physiology, anatomy, and kinesiology, and a whole lot more. He was a combat medic in the U.S. Army, and he's a nationally recognized expert in fitness, doing extensive research, uh, writing of the textbooks, and he trained the lecturers and trainers. So this guy knows what he's talking about. He owned and operated his own fitness and personal trainer gyms and studios. He is what I call an SME, a subject matter expert. Again, today's show title is Simple Tips for Fitness in the Second Half of Life. So Bryce, I want to thank you so much for coming in today and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you. Ready to roll? Absolutely. Okay. So as I talk in the opening, I mean, things kind of decline. You know, we kind of lose some of our capacities and so forth. There is that natural tendency that diminish as we age, right? So let's talk about the three areas that you t- you and I talked about ahead of time. Mobility and strength. I'll say them all and then we'll kind of take them apart. Mobility and strength, nutrition and wellness, and balance and safety. So tell us, uh, what are the natural tendencies? Let's start with mobility and strength. What are we going to notice? And we're probably already noticing these things. Mobility and strength. 
Well, the first thing to know, and you touched on it on your intro, is a lot of the what we like to think of as natural decline is actually self-induced. Uh, you mentioned Jack LaLanne, and he's a fine example, though, of course, he's the outlier as well. Yes. The decline that we experience doesn't have to be to the degree we experience. For the most part, it's... It's natural because of how we live in America. As we get more involved in our lives and professions, we move less than we did. And that's actually the leading cause of all of that. So before you go on, I want to point out that what you're saying is the lot, a lot of our declining and limitations and so forth that we have maybe kind of shrugged about. You say it doesn't have to be that way. There are things that we can do, maybe some things that we could have, would have, should have done back in the day, mm-hmm. but the day is gone. Yeah, but, it's not um, too late, though. Good. Yeah. I, I like that message. Okay. Yeah. It's never too late. Maybe if we've lost some, as you've probably all experienced, as I have, I'm 47. I don't recover from my workouts or really from my recreation as I used to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. um, doesn't mean I can't perform like I did, but it hurts more. <laughs> <laughs> you pay the uh, price. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So mobility and strength. So what are some of the indicators or what will some of our audience uh, relate to? Well, if you haven't already started experiencing it, most of us will notice uh, we're, we're not as flexible as we used to be yeah. where you used to be able to touch your toes maybe you can't um uh, or it used to be easy to tie your shoes now you have to consort yourself in a different way yes um this velcro was a was a magic invention for a lot of people's shoes right. or slip-ons <laughs> um, right exactly loafers yeah uh, uh loss of strength and actually strength is more about um coordination of the recruitment of the muscles than it is about the muscles to ability ability to generate force which mm-hmm. i'll try not to get into any of the science jargon yeah. but that's really what it's about and the good news about that and why i wanted to mention it is because it's not about your ability to move weight if you move your brain learns how to re-coordinate that muscular contraction mm. and you gain back and or don't lose strength so it really is just move now you're sounding like a subject matter expert <laughs> yeah so could you rephrase that a little bit so you sure know, so we in a practical sense like you know we're getting out of bed or we're getting up from the ch- a chair or a table or something mm-hmm. so put most simply and this is really what i loved to do in my fitness practice it's what i do in my in my uh my current practice uh if, if I can't make it simple, then why, do, why would you care? So mm-hmm. put most simply, move every joint you can as far as you can without pain, uh, as often as you can during every day. So if that's passive movement, um, you know, you have a machine that's moving your leg. I had to rehab my uh, a knee injury. And when it was time for me to start exercising, the very first exercises I did was a, a stationary bike mm-hmm. because my good leg was able to push the crank and move my bad knee through oh, a range of sure, motion. Yeah. Yeah. So if you move, then that uh, that stimulates the sensors on the joint surfaces. So it tells the brain the position of the of the body in relation to itself and in relation to space, and that increases the body's awareness of what's going on. And you increase strength, you increase balance. So you're introducing something that might be new to some, and that is when we're talking about the physical capabilities and diminishing. It's not just about the body. You're talking about kind of reprogramming or retraining the brain, and then the brain takes sure. care of some of the additional functions in the in the body and the physical movements. Absolutely. I mean, uh, we're all critical. familiar with the term um, uh, muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah, muscles don't have memory. Right. It's about the brain's ability to coordinate right. that that contraction right. pattern. Okay. So, and that's that's really about moving. We in our modern society, we tend to we tend to do the same patterns over and over. So yes. we get bad, we get very bad right. at unexpected patterns right. like the crack in the sidewalk. Right? Yeah. Well, that's easy to challenge. Yeah. 
So I would say, you know, a lot of people will talk about um, practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't change what you're doing, practice makes permanent, which right. may still be bad. Like you, you know, if right. you go and do your golf swing, your same golf swing a uh -huh. thousand times, you're not getting any better. Uh -huh. You're just uh, kind of burning it into your brain. So right. it does the same old stupid thing every time and right. you're still slicing or whatever. You're, right. Yeah, exactly. My, one of my drill sergeants uh, used the phrase, um, perfect practice makes perfect. Otherwise, you just get really good at bad. <laughs> I like that. I hope our <clears throat> listeners are taking note of that because uh, we're going to summarize as we get to the end of the sure. show, to, um, you know, some practical things that we can be aware of and can actually do. So let's move on to nutrition and wellness. What what are the tendencies or the, you know, the diminishing uh, as we age? Right. So I, there's there's really no arguing that dietary practices in America are pretty bad. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that always frustrated me about the fitness industry is the tendency to make nutrition very complicated. Right. And honestly, that's mostly about sales. Somebody about what? Sales. Sales. Okay, Somebody's sure, trying yeah. to sell you a it's product. A They're trying to sell you a program. Mm -hmm. If we make it complicated, then you need expert advice. And really, uh, all the listeners out there, what you already know actually is right. Eat as unprocessed as you can. Mm -hmm. uh, eat as unprocessed as is realistic for you. Now, of course, I'm not a physician. So if you have medical things uh, where your doctor or dietitian has told you there's restrictions you should have or things that you should add, definitely follow those. Yeah. But as a general practice, eat as unprocessed as you can, uh, as is reasonable for you. Uh, several small meals all throughout the day is an easy way to keep from overeating. But don't annoy yourself with six or seven meals a day if that doesn't work in your life. One meal a day is a really bad plan, though. Uh, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Uh, there are those that will tell you that that uh, grains are good. There are those that will tell you that grains are bad. I'm here mm -hmm. to tell you that that's, there's no such thing as it's true across the board for everyone. So really just eat as unprocessed as you can, and you're going to feel better. And we find that our body processes food differently and manages Absolutely. the intake in a different way as we age. So mm -hmm. let's go on to the third and final one of this section, and that is balance and safety. Mm-hmm. How, how, how would we recognize or what is actually uh, diminishing as we age? So assuming there's no neurological dysfunctions, uh, uh, balance is really lost because we don't challenge it. We live in a world where we really don't have to challenge balance very often. And I'm not saying you have to challenge balance by going out and jumping on a trampoline or figuring out how to walk a tightrope. Mm. Um, you can do very simple things like, <clears throat> excuse me, walk around the house barefoot as often as you can. That making the body use all the muscles that control the foot controls the whole chain all the way up through your head. Uh, you're brushing your teeth. Stand on one foot. The muscles of the lower leg are going to get fatigued, so switch feet. But that challenges balance. Tilt your head to one side, which I know sounds silly, but now the world looks different. Mm. And the bones in your inner ear move, and that challenges balance. These are things that go a long way to regaining balance. I like that. You're painting some pictures that a lot of people will relate to. So let's go through, uh, and this is going to have to be brief, the fitness concerns, let's just call it that, in the in the decades of, uh, of this intended listening audience. So mm -hmm. we're... 50 plus. Right. So what would you say are the fitness concerns for people in their 50s? Well, if only people were concerned in their 50s early enough. Yes. Uh, oftentimes they, they wait until something happens and then they get concerned. So uh, most commonly in the 50s, especially amongst males, that's when we start to be concerned about you know, colon issues, prostate issues, sleep issues, uh, joint mobility and function issues. Um, and really, eat more simply and, and uh, as unprocessed as you can, and a lot of that goes away. Drink more water, a lot of that goes mm -hmm. away. Try to get good quality sleep, all of, a lot yeah. of that goes away, or at least the risk is diminished. Yeah. 
So you might go out to the driveway and shoot hoops with your grandson, Certainly. and then you pay the price later in your in your fifties. You say, "Oh my gosh, that you <laughs> absolutely that, could." Yeah, that hurt. So yeah. what about the sixties? <clears throat> well, the sixties uh, for a lot of Americans, that's when we start to get diagnosed with things, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and people make a decision. They they either decide to get medicated and live with it, or they decide to figure out how to how to decrease that yeah. decrease that need for medication. Um, so for a lot of people, that's really in the fifties and sixties when when we really need to challenge balance, challenge mobility, challenge strength, change our eating habits. It's not an option at that point. It's a either you're going to change your eating habits or you're going to feel bad. Next There's up, not an in between. Next up is the seventies and eighties, <clears throat> and things get even more challenging. Then we're going to cover those when we get back. Don't go away. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services, caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland? Then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 Properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. Hello, Milo believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home. We offer regular delivery of healthy, nutritious meals designed by a certified, licensed dietitian. Our meals are chef-prepared and delivered to the home. We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877-243-5928. That's 877-243-5928. Hello, Milo. Promoting grace and independence at home. Want some wisdom about our upcoming election? Pastor Dale Ebel, founding pastor of Rolling Hills Church, has it for you. Go to secondhalfnow.com, hit the contact page, and put in the word election and get that right into us, and we'll get that right out to you. Welcome back. This is Second Half Now. I'm glad you were able to hear those commercial 
uh, from our sponsors, and these folks are uh, tried and tested providers, and I trust them, and I vet them. I know them personally, and I encourage you to go to our website, secondfnow.com, click on the network tab up on top, and you'll find them. And in addition to those, I also want to tell you about uh, these uh, that also help us uh, with sponsorship, and it is uh, J. Tompkins, Products and Strategies for Anti-Aging and Wellness, might be appropriate for today's show. And then we have Bob Lum, my personal uh, insurance guy, integrity and service for all your insurance needs. And then we have, thank you to uh, Jackie B. Peterson with Better, Smarter, Richer. Do what you love and earn an income doing it. And then uh, in this group, finally, we have Carmen Farmer, enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment in life. Again, we want to give a big thank you to all of our sponsors. And again, go to our website, secondfnow.com, and click on the network tab. And each one of those, as it drops down, you there's a clickable logo or a photo or something, and then you can go to the website and learn more about them. I really encourage you to uh, to visit them because we don't sell anything on our show and we don't ask for donations. And our sponsors provide the show for you and for everybody else. So we're talking to Bryce Jackson. He is a subject matter expert in fitness and physiology, and we've got a few minutes left, uh, so we're going to pick up there, Bryce, um, and the title of today's show is Simple Tips for Fitness in the Second Half of Life. So uh, we're talking about the decades after 50, so we're now up to the 70s. So what are some of the fitness concerns of folks in the 70s? Well, 70s and, and really 80s, because we start to lump in people that mm-hmm. some people experience things earlier than others and, yes. and vice versa. We start to have uh, maybe vision issues that relate to balance. Maybe um, uh, you wear bifocals when you're walking around, and that can mess with your depth perception in relation to the ground. Right. Um, so that's literally a matter of practice. In the 70s and 80s, what we really need to concentrate on is gaining back some balance, uh, gaining back some awareness of the body's ability to move around in space, and then maintaining that. And honestly, that's a matter of socialization and physical movement doesn't have to be excessive. It doesn't have to be vigorous. So like Tai Chi is excellent. Uh, dance classes are phenomenal, uh, not just for the physicality, but for the uh, socialization and emotional capacity. So tell me a little bit more about what you mean by socialization as it relates to <clears throat> aging and you know physical limitations sure. and declines. Well, as you know, um, and as I'm sure the audience knows, as we age, especially as we experience uh, uh, physical issues, we tend to isolate ourselves. Yes. And uh, we see that a lot more in the senior population, but right. we're seeing it in throughout every age. Yeah. Uh, and when we limit ourselves to our common environment of our home, we're limiting ourselves to our physical experiences as well. We move this way to get onto the couch or right. off the couch. Right. And in that limitation, then your body gets really good at the things you ask it to do repetitively, which makes it really bad at things that you never ask it to do. Uh, <laughs> and, and so you get people that go out to the, the step off the curb. Yeah. It's a small curb. They step off the curb. They're not used to doing so. They lose their balance. They fall. They get hurt. Yeah. Um, so getting out and doing things and plus you know there's the emotional capacity and other people will see things in you that you don't see Mm. so and that's incredibly important especially your kids oh lord yes dad how (laughs) come you're walking like that Uh or you're flinching does that hurt Uh i mean what's you know so you go to the doctor and you say doctor it hurts when i do this and the doctor says well don't do that (laughs) that's just kind of a joke but as you're talking there bryce i'm picturing myself at the gym because Uh at my age i get a free membership and there's uh silver sneakers and i think the one i'm with is um silver and fit or something Uh like that yep 
And gosh, I mean, it's free. And I go to LA Fitness and I can work out at any, any time, any place I want. All the machines, everything is available to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I have trainers or classes or something that might be extra, I don't know. I don't do those things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they've got a pool. I can swim laps. I can do all my stuff and it's free. So mm-hmm. I want our, you know, our people, our audience to know that. And I, uh, I don't know if it has to do with the insurance that you have or some kind of a connection with Medicare or something. So it may not be available before you get to Medicare age at 65. So, but anyway, and I didn't even know about it. So I went several years without knowing it and had access to it. So it's fantastic. Uh, so uh, 70s and 80s, we kind of put those together. Uh, I okay. would, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So and uh, during the break, you said something, we are living longer, but not necessarily healthier. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the current medical practice is really making whatever conditions we have more chronic. Yeah. We're, the, we're not making breakthroughs that are helping people live healthier yes. longer. But I don't want to throw the um, medical practice under the bus completely. There's a huge amount of self-responsibility here. So if, if we don't do the things that we can do that actually make the much bigger difference, move right. more eat more sensibly, try to get more rest, interact with other people, do things that make you happy, but more importantly, make other people happy. Those are the things that are going to make our later years uh, much better in every way. Right. And And we're going to close this show with those and kind of spend a little bit more time. We are getting out of the clock here. So um, what about those of uh, those in our audience that have aging parents, maybe mm-hmm. they're not the ones experiencing all of this decline yet, but mm-hmm. maybe the parents are in their 60s or 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. Quick word to them. Right. So as in so many other areas, it's true in the, the fitness of our parents as well. This applies to me. My parents are in their, in their 70s, mid and late 70s. Um, spend time with them. Uh, be around them. That's key. Get okay. them out of the house Observe. and do things with them. Right, okay. Uh, spending time with, I mean, that's really the thing that our parents, I'm a parent, spending time with my kids is the most valuable thing to me. Yes. And that doesn't right. decline as we age. It becomes more important. And if you can get them out of the house and moving, even if it's just going for a walk somewhere, mm-hmm. honestly, even a walk from the car to the restaurant yeah. so that you can have lunch. Yeah. Those things make an enormous difference physically Good. and emotionally. Good. Do that with your parents. Absolutely. Uh, so we're down to the last uh, little bit here, and I'd like to kind of, we've got five little bullets at the end, mm-hmm. and maybe you could just say a little a little snippet about each one. And some of these you've already referred to. Yeah. So this is uh, a formula for physical and emotional health as we age. Uh, number one, move more. Mm-hmm. So we tend to move less. We tend to move in the same patterns. So just get up and move. Uh, it doesn't have to be specific. It doesn't have to be vigorous. It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. Just move more than you already are. Don't be a couch potato. Right. And when I say more, I would actually mean more frequently and bigger mm-hmm. range of motion. Okay. Um, uh, that makes a big, big difference. Eat sensibly. So eat as unprocessed a food as you're willing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, try to, so try to eat smaller and packages meals. and stuff like that. Yeah. Generally. Now, there are some, I want to say there are some product companies out there that have packaged food that isn't processed, but they've packaged it for you. Those are easy to find. Mm-hmm. If I can name a local company, Bob's Red Mill is amazing at mm-hmm. that. Good. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you said during a break that little things can make a big difference. And so that's what we want to focus on. And mm-hmm. we are running out of time. Sleep enough. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Well, don't keep yourself awake if you don't have to. Allow yourself naps if if your oh, yeah. schedule will allow you to do that. Uh, don't necessarily try to get eight, eight hours of sleep in one bout. That might not work for you. Right. 
maybe that that's not what your body wants. My body doesn't want that, never has. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, it, what Do what makes you happy. So <clears throat> it's so important to have hobbies. I, I would say especially hobbies with other people. Mm, so do what right. makes you happy right. because that's going to make you move. Yeah, and do what makes others happy. And you can't emphasize that enough. Right. It, it serves your soul. It serves your spirit. Do what it makes other people happy. And then you're living outside yourself and you'll want to live longer and healthier so you can do it more. I like it. That has a lot to do with your will to live and the purpose and meaning and fulfillment that you have in life. Absolutely. You know, we didn't even talk about endorphins. Maybe next time. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you can wax eloquent on endorphins, right? <laughs> we can even get into the chemical structure if you'd like. Well, maybe not. <laughs> not on this show. I'm trying to be really simple, but uh, I want to uh, remind our listeners that they can hear this show on our website. We are heard around the clock and around the world. You just want to go to secondhalfnow.com and go to the podcast uh, tab up on the top, and it drops down, and we got lots and lots of shows uh, there for you. So we've been talking to Bryce Jackson, and the topic and the title for today is Simple Tips for Fitness in the Second Half of Life. Bryce, again, I want to thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. and fun. Listener, if you have questions about today's topic or guest, if you have suggestions for other topics and guests that you'd like to hear, uh, let me know. Uh, go to secondhalfnow.com, and there's a contact page. Just click on that and uh, tell us, uh, give us some suggestions or feedback, any ideas that you have, and uh, we're happy to respond. So you fill out that contact form. So, And if you want to receive this on a regular uh, basis in your email, let us know that. So I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us at the table again. Find all of our shows on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.